Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. this Christmas season. Uh, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham. Of course, we are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. If you want to check out all the other great shows associated with the network, head on over to BOF, clicking the and click on the uh, podcast dropdown. Um, I'm your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor Batman Volume, Peter Arvera. Today we're recording on December 30th, 2023, and as always, I have a great show for you today. But before we get into the good stuff, I just want to remind you our faithful listeners, and if you take the time to rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and we read your review online, you win a Straight Outta Gotham prize pack. So get in on that. Now, let me introduce uh, you all to my partner in crime, Long Island's own Santa Claus, the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yes. I imagine you say that quite often, oh, Eric. That was coming. Walked, oh, walked right into Walsh that one. Yeah, right through the front door, they say. <laughs> yeah man it's been a been a few weeks we took a little bit of a holiday break so it's been a couple of weeks uh since we've recorded but we're back we didn't we're not too we're we never too far away we are never too far away uh so yeah it's been a it's been a good how, how are you feeling right now actually how am i feeling yeah like they, were, they just dropped like the woge bomb i'm just curious oh. you never answered my question i don't i don't love the trade but uh-huh it's typical. I know Nick's. this is the wrong podcast, but I was like, I was, so. I was like, is Eric doing an emergency all nicked up? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird. I did ask the guys if they wanted to th- go on real quick, but they're too. Bi- they both have family over and visiting and stuff, so it's a tough time go. of year to do this that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, it's not. Uh, t- it's not a tough time for Woj. <laughs> no, that guy, him and Adam Schefter, never stop working. Those guys are working. And I guess Shams Karania too. That guy, he's. Always I don't know how to say his last name, but I'm a big Shams guy. He's funny. Yeah, he's cool. A good guy. So, so yeah. I mean, uh, depending on your feelings on the players involved, I guess is what you would think of the trade. Uh, I think they gave up too much. But we'll see I what agree happens. with you. I feel. We'll, like we'll two, see what happens. Two, two guards, but yeah. Yep. Good. Uh, I. I. You know. I guess. Good luck. I'll see. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's like they play the. Well, they play Indiana <laughs> tonight. The Knicks actually play the Pacers tonight. So yeah. So now, in my favor, you're shorthanded today. Yes. <laughs> For better should, or worse. Should. The Pacers better win tonight. I'll just put it that way. They, they don't have any. <laughs> they have no excuse not to. So. And their yeah. season's been interesting themselves. So, but. Yeah, you have a star. Lost, to, lost star. to LeBron once again, and. <laughs> So <laughs> it's funny. I, I said to myself, if it's not LeBron, it's the Lakers. And it's like, again, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I can say. Is I know. Well, that tournament was stupid. <laughs> I agree with you, but like, it's, I still wanted to, I, I still wanted to win it when I, when oh, you got there, you know, when you're in the, when your team gets to the, like the whole ride, I'm like, this is so dumb, but I'm like, they beat the Bucks. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. No. And then, you know, losing to the Lakers again is kind of frustrating because as much as I love LBJ, I can't really root for him when the Pacers are playing over it. I think the tournament, at least for the first year, did what it, the NBA wanted it to do. Uh, but I don't know how it's going to 
go going forward subsequent yeah. years i don't know how it's gonna be because i'll be honest it's whack until your team's in it <laughs> it's true like when the knicks made the the quarterfinals and they got to that stage i was like is this you a know? playoff game? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, this is not that bad. It gives you extra reason to watch, right? You had an extra yeah. reason. Because they say but... the season doesn't start till December anyway, right? The, I know. The real NBA season doesn't. Opening night's Christmas night. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Even though know. now the NFL's on Christmas Day. Yeah. That, well, that was the weird. They had, they had Someone posted a graphic of the ratings, and the NFL just destroyed the NBA. Which, I watched it, basketball just for the record. Which, well, <laughs> I, I mean. It's the basketball game. Sick as a dog laying it's, in bed. I watched the It's basketball. never going to be the, the basketball's ne- nothing's ever going to beat the NFL head to head. It's very hard to do that. But it was. I will say basketball feels like a tradition on Christmas Day, though. Football yes, does not. It has be. You're right. It has become a tradition. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Sure. They got Thanksgiving. NFL's so. greedy, man. <laughs> they want everything. What is this? I think, you know what it is, though? I think it's just the way it fell this year because, you know. Christmas was Monday. They have Monday Night Football. Rob anyway. Manfred's going to see this and get ideas, and that's going to be horrible for baseball. <laughs> We're going to have baseball in December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? But they'll have some kind of baseball tournament in a domed stadium. That's what they'll do. It'll be something so like that. in Texas. Yeah, they could do that. That's true. Warm weather. Sure. Both those But yeah, it's rooms. it's... December 30th. So we have two more, well, day and a half now because it's ha- half the day's gone. So we have a day and a half left of 2023. A new year is upon us. A new year. It's an even number year. I'm a big fan of even numbers. So I, uh, that's it. He, he notched an even number on the belt this year. Old <laughs> with, his two, yeah. with his trip down to Miami and Dallas. Oh, Just, Miami you know, and Dallas. Invading yeah. down south. I was in Kentucky for work. <laughs> Talk about the chicken, baby. Whoa. <laughs> oh, since do you, know, do you know the KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken was not started in Kentucky? Wow. I feel I feel like my childhood's been lied to. It started in Utah, of all Utah. places. The Mormons. Interesting. Yes. So a little bit of information, a little bit of fun fact there for Okay, for John the SOG. Stockton. <laughs> For the SOG fans. Like, I'm like, who's really popular to come out of Utah? I mean, not even necessarily have to be Mormon, but I'm like, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Steve Young, Zach Wilson, I guess. Like, who else? BYU. I'm thinking BYU. Like, that's there in well, Utah. Ty Detmer right? famously won the Heisman from BYU. Ty Detmer, there's another one. Yeah. I'm trying um, to think. Did Steve, Steve Young went to BYU, right? Yes, he did. He was like, oh, that, that'd be weird if he didn't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Other Utah famous youth, I can't think of right. Any. No, where's Gonzaga? Is that in Utah? No, it's in Washington State. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was in Utah because then I was saying Adam Morrison, but I can't think of anybody else. Oh, Alex oh. Smith, Alex okay. Smith was quarterback for Utah with John Stockton. Got me confused. I think yeah, that's I think that might be all of the like known people. There obviously were other players, athletes who played for Utah and BYU, but. I just can't think of any. I can't think of any either. None in bad. Well, Danny Ainge. Danny okay, Ainge. Oh, speaking wait, you mentioned Zach Wilson. How about Joe Flacco? I know, right? Come back to watch. Uh, what a season for the Jets, man. It's typical. It's kind of crazy. So I'm just used to it. That's all. You get it's used really to this been, stuff. It's like, insane. Imagine. That's like, it. It's insane. And just get used to it, dude. That's it. I, I almost can't wait till next year. 
If you have ETS at the end of your name and you're in the New York area, you don't have a lot of happy things happen in your fandom life. The Mets, the Jets, the Nets, just yeah. not a lot of joy and happiness for those, <laughs> for those yeah. franchises. Yeah. <laughs> the the Ets are they're so, a terrible trio. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, but it is what it is. And we yeah. move on. We move forward. Because well, you, you're taking it very well. I'm very, very happy. You're in a very. You look like you're in a very good state of mental health when discussing the Jets. Well, no, I mean I've had three months of to lead up to this. Like it's not like it's they Aaron Rodgers got hurt four plays into the season. No, that was it. pretty much it. So how, how now your Isles? Yeah, the, Devil, the Devils played good last night, and they just I believe they now have a playoff spot. I forgot where the Isles stand though. They're second place in the Metropolitan behind the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Rangers. They had a they had a horrible loss to Pittsburgh the other night, but yeah. they played well last night. They beat Washington last night, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it, one of, that Pittsburgh game was just to me one of those games. You have them every year. My boss at work sent me a Johnny Quick save the other day, and it mm-hmm. looked like the old Brodeur Scorpion save on the Rangers. I was like, I was like, man, if the Devils had Johnny Quick, they'd be a lot better of a team. It's just fun, you know. He was out there. Yep. Devils need a goalie. It's the need a goalie. So they need. Yeah, a that's something the Islanders have two of. So, if the, oh, if the, if the Devils had your goalie, phew. yeah, 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 their offense because their offense is ridiculous. So, yeah, yeah. They, they're not as focused as last. That I think they got a little bit full of themselves, so they kind of. They were probably ahead know. of schedule last year, though. Yeah, like no one expected that. So. Yeah, but Meyer, even Meyer, he's a veteran though, and he's kind of been a little bit head, head up his ass. Takes a well. Might take a little time to get into the groove with that. You know, that Jersey media, it's tough all out here, all six reporters. <laughs> I was watching the post-game show. They do the – the Devils do interesting because it's, it's funny watching the post-game show for, like, the Yankees and then going to, like, something small market to the Devils. Yankees post-game show, you know, uh, Boone, he's on a table, millions of reporters asking questions, even stupid ones. Lindy Ruff is doing radio and TV here simultaneously – uh, being while being broadcast, TV gets first dibs, and then the other, the one other journalist that is part of the media gets to ask him a question, <laughs> and it's that goes to radio, print, or whatever. You know, it's like it's so different. I was like, I, the Rangers would, must be crazy, but I mean, but even you the would think it's smaller. You would think it would be similar. I mean, it's the yes, they're a Jersey team, but they're still in the tri-state area. They're still covered by all the New York papers and. Yeah, I guess they're. Co- I mean, I get, but where are you sending your guy to? I guess you're sending him to the Garden. You're right. You're right. You know, just say, yeah. especially now, they're nine points up in the division of the Devils. At least I don't know how many of the Islanders, but they're not. They're not six. at least nine, ten points up. So you know, it, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, the Rangers are the, even for the Islanders. Like we, the Islanders don't get the same coverage the Rangers get, and you know, they're a New York team. They're in, they're Long Island's team, yes, but they're still. A New you York might as team well be Jersey, dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're not, not going to claim you as part of the city. The only Your reason New York means state. <laughs> yeah, the only reason the Islanders even have the following they have is because they won in the eighties. That's it. If yeah, they didn't. You, you had the uh, what do they call it? the station wagon fan base. Yes, if we didn't have that dynasty, those four years, four Stanley Cups, no one would, nobody would care about them. So you could say the very same thing about the Golden Knights. I mean, they had an insane amount of success in such a rapid, you know, like that create, but that creates your fan base for a solid 20 yep. years, you know, and that can carry on. Yep. You know, that's why like you, you got people in there going to be diehard Knights fans for life because 
Do you know anything other than winning? Honestly, like it's no, it's most, true. <laughs> think about the teams that play in Vegas, uh, including the A's. They are the most successful team in the history of Las Vegas already. Yeah. I mean, except maybe UNLV, but even I'd say even more so. I feel I mean, like the Knights that... never lose. <laughs> well, but... it's been a it's been an interesting year, I would say. Uh especially in entertainment and stuff that we, we talked about, obviously we did sports, but the fan in the entertainment stuff that, yeah. in the fanboy world, it's been a very interesting year. Uh, I feel like we had a lot of highly anticipated films and I think we, we both thought and everyone in the industry thought that these films were going to be better received than they actually were. So I think the biggest thing we could take away from this year is the, for me anyway, when it comes to films, the viewing dynamic is changing. Um, you know, people don't rush to see these tentpole films anymore. They're not running out to go watch these big comic book films. It, and it could be because there's too many of them. Or it could all, could just be because they're thinking, well, I know it's going to be out soon. So we just stay home and wait till it comes out on Netflix or whatever streaming service you have. And I think that's been eye-opening, not only for us, but for the industry. So Yeah, uh, I, I will say that every big movie that I wanted to see and wanted to enjoy, I did. And right. no one else liked, so I find that unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that I think you're 100% right on the lens. And I'm not really a good judge of this because sometimes it takes me a while to see these things a little bit more clear without a fanboy lens. Um, but th- you, you're right about the landscape and people not rushing because my brother still hasn't seen Aquaman yet. Okay. And that's odd. Like, he just – I don't think it's even on his radar that he wants to go – like, I just – but uh, like the I, he didn't even go see the Flash. Like he's just right. I think he's over the the fate. I think I think it was a, a phase, and I think it, it's kind of come and gone. So and now I re- I think I realize that um, whether I'm right or not, it's yet to be seen. But uh, it feels like things are changing. Yeah, yeah, and I think we saw a little bit of this with COVID. I think COVID might have opened everyone's eyes to what they didn't have to do anymore. Um. A Kalar, obviously Jason Kalar released all of WB Slate on HBO Max, trying to get people to watch and join HBO Max, trying to up um, subscribership. And I, he didn't seem to work then, but I think in the long run, he's proven to be right. I feel like t- people just aren't rushing to the movies. And that that's a number of reasons, right? We talked about the fatigue and whatever the price, film prices have gone up. To go to theaters, everything's got inflation. It's yep, just some so inflation's in, up. Yep, so I think all of that has played in uh, to the part to the what we have now. But we, you and I, saw most of the films this year. So let's let's kind of. I will say I've seen, except for the Marvels and uh, Guardians three. That's okay. that's it. I haven't seen that, those two, so I can't. All right, them. so we'll take those two out. <laughs> but you could talk about them. Yeah, so let's just quickly go through. I think the first one we got this year was Shazam, right? I think Shazam: Fury of the Gods was the first. I thought I, when did Black Adam come out? I thought that was the first. That was end of last year. Okay, so my years are blending together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a purple haze. You know, like, I think so. I think Shazam. I think that was the first one. We obviously reviewed it. I think I remember both of us liked it. I think very positively. I I thought the story was very fluid i thought it continued well from the first movie I, I, you know like i every a lot a lot of the sequels 
I felt like did everything I wanted them to do plus more. And that includes Aquaman. Like we'll get on that later, but like Shazam, I thought went went really right smoothly right into the next one. I thought that, that um, them using original characters was almost kind of refreshing in a, in a sense of uh, an era where we're very faithful to comic book uh, history and, and uh, source material. I thought kind of doing that, it felt a little bit of a two thousands vibe, kind of venomish almost, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and I dug that, and I, I thought performances were great by all the goddesses and everything. I, just, I, I love that movie. It just no one else seemed to really dig it. Yep. I feel like we could say that about a lot of these. Uh, but I just realized there was one movie that came out before it, and that was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ooh, and I like that one. That's probably why I didn't remember it, because I didn't like it. <laughs> so, ah, there you go. So, yeah. So, outside of Jonathan Major's performance, which we're going to talk a little bit more about him, I think, next, but... Um, I thought the movie was just dull. If I remember, it was kind of boring. Um, I didn't feel like there was much of him or the wasp in it. <laughs> uh, to me, they were kind of shortchanged in their own film. Uh, so it was one of those movies that they definitely had. And it was one of those MCU films that were definitely placed to introduce a character. And that was Kang. Uh, and yeah, I think you're hundred percent right on that, but I dug the whole Ant Man daughter thing. I thought that was cool. I liked them mm-hmm. um, when they were on like the. No, I was I was gonna say the other pl- with the inner planet, quantum, whatever the quantum realm, quantum yeah. realm. Like I thought that stuff was really cool. Majors was cool. That fight scene was really awesome. Um, I was more positive on that movie than most people were. Um, but I, I agree with you. It it solely exists exists to introduce uh, Majors and Kang. That's the sole purpose, but uh, I re- I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You know, it's for me that's like solid, mindless popcorn. Just let me sit down and I could fall asleep an hour into it. I won't miss. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be pissed off. Yeah. So those were the first two films of the year, and I feel like they kind of set the tone for what was <laughs> what was gonna happen the rest of the year. Yeah, I liked uh, everything. <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I wouldn't watch it again, but I wasn't sitting there saying, I can't wait for this thing to be over. So mm-hmm. there was, and that mostly because majors was just so great in every scene he was in. I really enjoyed his, his performance, especially in Loki, but yeah, that's another thing. Um, he was great in that as well. So the fact that he's no longer involved because of his um, personal problems is kind of sad, but makes sense. I mean, can't have guys being accused of being confound guilty of beating women. Uh, and continue to keep their job, especially in a job like this. So um, the next film that came out, I want to say was Guardians 3. And uh, from what I've heard, that is must-see. I just, I'm not a huge Guardians fan first, personally. Like, the first movie was cool. I didn't like the second one. I didn't either. Um, but people tell me it's great. Mike Ramey's been telling me to watch that movie. He says it's a must-watch. I got to see it. And I just haven't really been able to fit in. I'm just not a big fan of those characters. They're cool. They're just not my thing. It's Rocket's movie. So if you like... That's if, what everyone says, yeah. If of all the characters, if he you like him, then you'd probably like the movie. Um I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I don't think it was as great as other people said it was. Uh, there, it has all the elements though that people love about the Guardians themselves. So, and as a final time, we're supposedly final time we're going to see these guys, these people, and these characters. I thought it did the job. It was, um, you know, made to do. It was not only they were exiting, but James Gunn was also exiting to become the head of DC, and I think it kind of rounded things out nicely. 
Uh, did it get you pumped for Superman Legacy? Like, like, did, did, like I, don't know. I did not even think about that when okay. I was watching it. But I like I like James Gunn, so I'm already pumped yeah. for that film. I'm just waiting to see how that what they do uh, with all the casting we've heard. I don't know how this movie's only going to be two and a half three hours, <laughs> but we'll see how that all plays out uh, and what the story surrounding it is. So, but definitely, I think you should see it, Pete. It's it's worth it's a worthy comic book film to watch. I, I yeah, I will check it out so. at some point. But it's like there are just other movies I'm just way more interested in. Sure, and uh, you know. There's even yeah, I just haven't really had the time. I don't know. It's just really it. Like I'm just I just started What If. I've just been kind of binging that and yeah, I'm, I got to get on that. I haven't watched any of them yet. I'll be honest. Like I'm always at least two behind on the MCU. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I've got I'm, I'm at least like uh, up to date with Loki to like a certain extent, you know. Right. The next film that came out and was the film I think everyone knew would be good. They just weren't sure how good it would be. Was Across the Spider Verse. And that was clearly, in my opinion, the best comic book movie to come out last, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so good. I mean, it's amazing what that animated film. Um, I can look at it that way because I've always kind of put animation a tier down below live action. But this movie is just as good as any comic book movie I've ever seen. It was better than the first one. And I never say that, but I liked it a lot better than the first one. Um depth of character learning more about miles him exploring the world his relationship with gwen uh it was just so good and so well done and i cannot wait for the second half of it now like i literally can't wait to see that film so what did you think i was not a fan of that movie i'm one of the few people who didn't enjoy it um i i actually enjoy the first one more um I didn't really like the characterization of, of Miguel. I, I kind of, it, it's, I don't want to see Spider-Man trying to kill Spider-Man. It's a weird thing. It just, it doesn't vibe well with me seeing all of them try to gang up on miles and trying to like erase him in, in a sense. It's just, it's weird. I just it, it, see <laughs> at one point I just got tired of the gag. Like at the, basically, you know, the, up until sure. when miles on the rock, I'm just like, I'm just, I've seen this, for like the last 10 minutes, I'm ready to move on to something else. And I didn't like what they did with Ben Riley. And I just, I, I thought they took way too many liberties with certain things. And whereas in the first movie, I thought it was very respectful. I kind of thought this was off the rails and uh, I, yeah, I just wasn't a fan of this one at all, but it's crazy. Cause like, I'm like, no one else says that. Everyone loves it. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Like, it's not like, it's not like an 80, 20 split. It's like 99, one. <laughs> So, no, but I mean, but that, but I think that's cool though, because again, it proves that you know we don't have to like everything. Everyone doesn't have to like the same things, and you know, it's okay if you have different opinions. No one's good, you know, shouldn't be given. Death You're a WB or... shill, and you bow down to Jeff Johns. I don't <laughs> want to hear it, Eric. Well, that would be you in this case. <laughs> <laughs> fascist. I'm the fascist in this case but no but yeah but, but see that's true though you're one of the only people i know who didn't like this movie so uh, the next movie which came was the flash and i think with all the hype we all had going in um all we had heard about it going in every all the positive mm-hmm. um feedback we were getting going into the film probably the most disappointing film of the year for me not because i didn't like it i enjoyed it very much but just because nobody else did and I think we underestimated just how much Ezra Miller's 
uh, legal troubles impacted 100%. the film. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was, I was dead wrong. I didn't think people even knew who Ezra Miller was, but I, I think it definitely had some sort of impact uh, of the film. I think COVID had had an impact on the film, or not COVID. I'm sorry, the strike. I'm getting my, I'm getting my like lockouts <laughs> like the, right. the strike is like a movie lockout so that's that's how i got it i don't know i got confused anyway the strike didn't help either there was no pr um it was i'm with you uh the most disappointing movie but also my favorite uh to get keaton back was really something special i thought they did yeah. a good job at adapting flashpoint i think they did a good job adapting flashpoint to the dceu um i thought bringing keaton back was a stroke of genius like there was nothing that i wasn't hyped about for this movie uh i'm sorry it just you know, and I even loved the the little tweak at the end with George. I thought that was wonderful. I just, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's a it's a shame. You know, I, I was kind of mad at fandom. I, fandom was really spin, and it still kind of is, but it seems like it was very split at the time. You know, like this this movie didn't bridge any gaps. It seems to even divide even further at one point, and it's just, you know, no. It, I thought fans when it came came out to see Keaton. You know, the old you know the old man Batman, the goat, right? Like that's something that fans should have flocked to see because like it worked in no way home. And uh, yeah. you know, it's, is it because of the delays that caused the flash? Do we miss out on that, that audience, that nostalgic buzz mm-hmm. by only a few moment, months, you know, like is, is there something there to that? Cause I think it's just as good as that movie. Like I, I think, you know, I, well, they hyped the hell out of it, but I really do think it's one of the better comic book movies that we've gotten from Warner brothers since, Man of Steel and uh, you know the Wonder DCU, Woman. yeah, you know, just it just is like that whole out of the whole universe. I, I rank it very high. I think it's well done. I just, I just didn't really take it into account, and the CGI stuff doesn't bother me. Like I dig it, you know. Like I don't know if it's because I watch, like I don't know if it's because I play the show, and that's what those people, the characters look like. <laughs> they look right. like, like, like <laughs> you play me, I was like, oh, it looks like the show. Like I know it's not real, but like whatever. Like I, right, that stuff didn't bother me. Um. I'm just really, I really was taken back because I thought Keaton was on a resurgence and stuff, and since uh, his homecoming and uh, appearance, and yeah, I was just just bummed because I love that movie. I agree uh, with almost everything you said. I really enjoyed it. It was probably my second favorite comic book movie of the year. Um, I was I anticipated seeing Keaton again. It was awesome to see him back in the in the suit. It was awesome to see him as Batman doing Batman things, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think we got in the original movies in, to some respects, just because you couldn't do it back then. But now, yeah. like, you know, the, the dive bombing he was doing and all the great that fun stuff we saw when they went to liberate and save Supergirl. Um, that was just awesome. And I, I yeah, really so enjoyed great. all that. Yeah. So I thought Miller was fantastic. Honestly, he was really good in this movie. He just shot and himself in the foot. Yeah, I mean the fact that his off the his off the field, <laughs> off the screen problems that he had. It's uh, no different. Yep, it really just changed everything for that movie, and it sucks because I feel like a lot of people missed out. I don't know how it's done on streaming. I haven't even followed that. I'm sure it's you know people have watched it, uh, but it was too bad. But the next movie that came out. I wasn't expecting much from it. I think that's why it became my favorite of the year. And that was blue beetle. Um, really? I didn't know you had it that high. Yeah. For this year I did. And it's just because it, to me, it was completely fresh. I only knew this character from injustice. That was it. I knew nothing else about him. And to, to the story they crafted around at the, 
outside of the terrible villain, I just thought the movie was very, very well done. I thought the love interest was horrible as well. Personally. Yeah, she wasn't great. She was bad. She wasn't great. But he was so good. He just elevated the movie for me. Yeah. His charisma. You know, you really rooted for Jaime. You you kind of were whatever happened to him. You felt it going through the movie. I really, really enjoyed that movie. And um, it's good that he's going to be sticking around. I'll say that. He's one of the characters will who will see. be sticking around. I don't around. know how much I believe that. So. I, I like the movie. At certain points, it felt like a TV movie on the big screen, um, which is kind of what it was. You know, it, we're lucky it saved the uh, it was safe from the Batgirl treatment because uh, I really did like it. I like George Lopez a lot and I thought he's great. Oh, great. Um, and what was I going to say? I just, no, I just, I thought the movie was cool. I don't really know too much about Blue Beetle. So I wasn't really expecting that much outside of uh, what's it called, what I know from Injustice and stuff. So, like, I was kind of like you, just kind of really going into a fresh. I knew more about Ted Cord than I do about Jaime. Right. That's really minimal knowledge. Yeah, and they connected it, right? Like, they brought Ted Cord yeah. into the film. You got. They connected those two characters. I do think he's going to stick around only because Gunn has actually said it. And everything he said so far has been accurate. So that's it. That's the I don't know he's, what he's capacity. He's been a lot of things, which is fine. I mean, like I told you, he spends a lot of his time on, on the shitter Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much we're going to get him? I don't know. Is he going to be part of films? Maybe. I don't know. But I do think he'll be around. All right, the final two films of the year we had were The Marvels, and then we'll talk. We just recently discussed, um, sorry, we just both recently saw Aquaman, so we'll talk about that last. But you didn't see The Marvels. No, I, I actually wanted to. I just never had time. <laughs> I, I think it's a better it. movie than it got credit for being. I don't think it's great, but I do Is think it's it better. Is it better than the first one? Well, I like the first one. I did like this one better, though, because it had Kamala, and she literally steals the film. She's excellent. Every scene she's in, you just you can't get enough of her. You want more of her on screen. Uh, Larson was elevated because of her energy, I think. Paris was elevated because of her energy. Like their scenes together were very well done. Um, the movie's a little choppy at times, story wise. They don't really explain a lot of stuff, but I enjoyed it. The villain's terrible. Another terrible villain. We just keep going down this road, but. Um, that's like an mcu staple they only started recently getting good villains i know so yeah i didn't made no that made no sense but yeah i mean the the way it ends too i mean i don't know if you've heard how it ends but no you haven't no i don't know i don't know you know me i won't say free i won't say it but it's it's a very strong ending i'll just say for the future of the mcu that's, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So okay. we'll see what happens. Okay. And of course, we can finally talk now about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I'll let yeah, you go before first. You get, before you get into this, I want you. To, I want to say one thing. I am shocked that everyone dogpiled and shit on this thing. Me too. And I'm talking um, about every like I'm talking about the podcast community. Yes. You guys. <laughs> You guys disappoint me a lot. <laughs> I'll say how much. I'm really shocked that a lot of you guys did not because I don't know. I, I loved it, Eric. I loved it from start to finish. I really did. I, I it may move up ahead in Man of Steel in my my final rankings. Like I have the first movie, I think, in like top five DCEU. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I think of very highly the first Aquaman, and I just I'm shocked. I thought this was 
just the lore it created. I liked how it was kind of like an in-house movie, right? Like it, it's all about Atlantean lineage again. Sure. Like, I, that, that's cool for me. Like I, that that's fun. You got to explore more monsters and sea creatures. And it was, you know, like it, it just hooked me. There was like, again, just more doubling down on the, with swashbuckling, you know, in the, like the casino with the, with the, with the, with the, what's it called? Whoever he is, that fish talking guy, <laughs> you know, and there's just, Arthur's going to take away his water. You know, he sticks out. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, Topo was great. Wilson kicked ass. He, like I, I remember seeing uh, people complain, like he's really running. This is weird. But in the movie, it's like, he's like, I don't know how to run. I'm like, <laughs> everything is explained in the movie. And it's, just, it's so good. It's so Aquaman. It's so Aquaman. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And like Momoa is Momoa. All of a sudden people don't like Momoa. That's it. Like exactly. all, of a sudden, all of a sudden the Aqua bro is too bad. Like we've been exactly. living with this since 2016. And now all of a sudden it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. I'm going to say right now you're full of shit. Yeah. Nothing's changed. He's been the same Aquaman he's ever been. And that includes two different cuts of the same movie. Yep. He's the same Aquaman he's always been. That was the biggest. The When I saw that complaint, I'm like, what were you expecting? What did you expect? He, this is the pl- the character he's been since the beginning. He's the one who said "my man" and "woohoo" in in <laughs> in Justice League, right? Like that. It's the same guy, the exact same character. Momoa's what Momoa's done for Aquaman is 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 amazing. It was great. so he, much he's, fun. He's, he's changed the, the the way the character's perceived. He really, it really has been. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I, I'm shocked that people are just doubling down. I don't know if they're trying to get likes or trends or what. I'm I'm, I'm just. I was floored when I found out that people what the what the fan community was saying. I was really shocked. It's such a fun film. Like I don't understand how the you other can... aspect is great. It really yeah. is. Like it's fun. They had Amber such in the good movie, chemistry. Just the perfect amount. Her stuff's not cut. If they oh. cut her action scene down, I didn't notice. It was fine. I enjoyed the fight. Yeah, Manta was amazing. Yaha killed. You kicked ass. Yes, you know I liked him better in this one than I did in the first Much film. Better. Yeah, much better. I loved all yeah. like the ghostly Atlantean technology and every. It was it was brilliant in my opinion. I Randall Park, Randall Parks, Doctor Park Shin was, was fantastic. Doctor Shin, yep, was Dr. fantastic. Doctor Shin in this movie is better than Lois Lane in BVS. Doctor Shin and the Trident's greater than Lois and the Spear. <laughs> it actually makes sense why he's there. It yeah. just does. Yeah, I was like the James Wan just recycled. Like it's brilliant. And I was like, oh wow, this. I wish BVS had this much. I love BVS. So don't come at me with with your bullshit. But I, you know, there's certain parts of BVS we all can agree on, right? Um, but I, yeah, no, I thought Doctor Shin was great. I loved all the tech. I like Dolph. Like, come on, <laughs> Dolph was in this movie a good amount. The Brian King, I love seeing that gigantic crab. He was in it a good amount. Like, I just there's nothing I didn't like. There's nothing I. It, it's it's so hard for me to find something I really didn't enjoy about this movie. Yeah. I love Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I really do. I really yeah. love this movie. Yeah, I can't like I co-sign everything. I really loved it. I had such a good time in the movie theater. Um, if went fast, like normally if a movie's not good, you're like, oh, I can't wait for this to end. I that didn't happen at all. I was watching the film and I'm like, oh crap, it's over. Uh the stuff with the baby, um, the fatherly stuff that he does in it is is very, very the on balance brand. Of everything was really yeah, great. The balance you're I right, like the balance. That. Yep. Everything was just very well done. It was very uh, honestly, it's very faithful to Death of a Prince. Missed Volko a little bit. Missed missed Volko, but yeah, that was a scheduling conflict, though. Yeah, I know. I'm kind so, of, and the fact that you know, it doesn't matter because it's the end, right? 
and I, I'm gonna say it's 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 very faithful to Death of the Prince. I discussed this with the comic binge, Paul Herman and Chris Clow, uh, and Javi. We did a YouTube show on it. And it was great. Nice. Uh, check that out. And it's 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 very faithful to that storyline because there's a lot you know Arthur going through the, the turmoil of the boat being you know father and right Atlantis blah 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 he, is he going to be exiled should he still be king all the guys like it, it's it's dude I enjoyed all of it you know I did too the environmental stuff was fun too I liked it it didn't have to be the focal point as much as it was kind of like you know that's just the bad thing they're doing but it's like what is what is king whatever like i just right oh man i thought that was cool i, I everything with the black trident was great I, yeah I, the whatever that like that gas they created like it just it felt like atlantis has this like long rich history that i was dying to explore more um, i like the atlantis stuff more than i like the amazon stuff in the dceu omicron i forget what it was called Somebody yeah it was something like that <laughs> But yeah, the, but the it, chemistry cool. between Patrick cool. Wilson and Jason Momoa in this film is great. Like, yeah, you really believe that they're brothers and they have this sibling rival. You really believe it, and that had to be the case for people to for to like this movie because that that's the bulk of the film is their relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. It everything hinged on that, and I bought it. I had such a good time. I'm really, really. Like you said, I'm really sad that the community itself seems to not like it. Um, but you know, whatever. That's their loss. I had a great time with it. I'm sad we're not going to see him play Aquaman anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I really, dude, I really enjoyed his two solo movies as Aquaman. So yeah, me like, too. I, I honestly, I, I wish we could get a third one out of, out of this, more so, so than even a Flash sequel. Yeah. Just I don't know. Two movies in, I'm really into it. I I love every time, even when, when he's in Atlantis. I like how it looks. Like the CGI doesn't bother me. I think the movie looked crisp. Everyone's hair looked amazing, even though it wasn't there. Like it's just you know, like, <laughs> I, I I love this film. No, the CGI was was fine. Like I don't, and the complaints that I've read for that too. I'm like, it's fine. Like it's not. It's not so egregious that it takes you out of a scene. There's nothing that you're like, crap, that's really bad. I didn't say that one mm-hmm. at one point in the film. No, no. I didn't say that about the Flash either, but people had to point so. things out. Like, and I was like, oh, I noticed it now, but it still doesn't bother me with the Flash. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, I was, I loved every second of this movie. So. Did you think Amber Heard got cut at all from this film? Because I think she did not. I don't, I can't, I think I she's in it when she needs to be in it. And when she is, she's kind of a big part of it. It's hard for me to say. I don't know what her role was planned, so I don't know what. It if doesn't there was feel a, like it was though. For the nation, like, sometimes you feel like things are missing. It doesn't. For me, it didn't feel like that. No, she she. Whenever the the like the stuff with the baby wasn't, she was there, and she should be. That's the baby's mother. Like that's how I looked at it when she, she was. There, she was a big part of the one battle. She had two yes. big action pieces too. Yes, she was there yeah. for the finale. Like. I, People were telling, remember we heard rumors like Amber Heard's going to be cut. They're going to replace her. They're going to do that. And right. I was like, to be honest, if I didn't know what was going with Amber Heard, I'd have no idea that uh, she was ever in jeopardy. I think people might, I think some people wanted more of her. So maybe that's the case that, that they just were upset that she mm-hmm. wasn't in it that much. Um, but it didn't serve the story. Like it really didn't. That's just what it was no. in this film. She didn't need uh, to be there she, as much. If anything, she was more of a plot device. You know, she does get injured. So therefore, that's right. why she can't. Like, I don't know. Like everything kind of fit. Like, I don't know what, whether it's just good rewrites and reshoots or what. Right. Like, again, I wouldn't tell you she's there's if, if they were. You can't tell me there's like 20 minutes of Amber Heard on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Like, no, I, I just don't believe it. 
I don't believe well, it. This I'm isn't sure, like I would try to, Suicide Squad. Yeah, like you try and think about where she would fit in in the yeah. film that she's not, and I can't think of a good, spot because Juan kind of was Juan was telling us the truth. He told us like this isn't like an '80s buddy cop lethal weapon movie, and I'm like, okay, yeah, because what's her name? Rianne is, uh, I believe, that's Murtaugh's wife. She's in the movie a decent amount of Lethal Weapon, right? She's when? When they're in the house. So what did then they get kidnapped and she's crying. Like, whenever she needs to be there, she's there. And I was like, I was like, God damn it, Juan delivered an 80s buddy cop movie underwater. It's really what it was. It you was know, very much eight hours. Uh what's his lethal weapon, those things, you know? Like, man, this is it was so good. And those huge so, grasshoppers. Chasing them, the huge grasshoppers when they were yeah, chasing that, them. Yeah, like that, that, like you know, they were like on, when they were on like Skull Island. That was yeah, great. It was awesome. I really, we got that. You know, we even got that in the first movie, and just the island that time forgot all the jazz. Like it's just, I, I feel like we're finally at. Well, we think we've been here for a while, but if a comic book movie isn't a certain thing now, people just don't want it. Like it has to be an epic. This, yes, it has to be something that moves you and and because i thought the flash was that though and it just didn't you know like <laughs> it was but but it didn't like, resonate everything didn't else resonate. that were surrounded that film was is what killed it i think that mm. the batgirl stuff i'm sure was because keaton was we knew that movie was being shelved i'm sure that impacted people from going to see it as well because like why are we going to go see keaton now if they're not even continuing on with him that's another thing too like people are so interested in like well what's coming after this movie that's like, i know why can't you just be excited for what you're seated for currently i know like you don't go into jaws thinking man i can't wait to find out what happens with the shark and jaws too you just watch jaws <laughs> we've been conditioned that's what it is we've been conditioned to expect that that's it we got you know what and we're gonna have to fight back so overall, Pete, let's let's just do this as like a postmortem for the DCEU period. Do you think it was worth it? Um Yeah, I do. I I I do. I think it could have been done better, but I for me as a fan, I enjoyed a lot more of what they did than what they didn't. All I'm right. thankful for it even in its weird you know, tangled mess. Right. Cause you know, I, I never thought I'd get some of these things, you know, I, it's still kind of crazy to me. There's two Shazam movies. I know, you know, two Aquaman movies were made. That's nuts. I know. Me. I never thought I'd see one Aquaman movie, <laughs> two Wonder Woman movies. You know, we only got one Superman movie. <laughs> That's the craziest part. The, that was the first movie and we never got a sequel. He just came here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, I do wish they listened to Nolan when he originally told them just make movies and don't make it connect because that's where really they dropped the ball was trying to make all this stuff as connected as the MCU. I think, I think, I think if they just tried to make movies um, and I think if they just made man of steel two and the Batman, the DCEU, the Batman things would have been a little bit different. And that's someone who does enjoy BVS a lot. I think if they had done that and then after all of it, like didn't have post credit scenes that connected it, just brought them together for a movie and called it Justice League. I think that might have worked, um, but because they were just rushing to to catch up to Marvel, which instead of being smart about it and using that as a template, kind of to say, okay, they released the solo films, then did the team up film. That's kind of where 
they screwed up. And At the time, though, I actually thought it was a good idea. Like, don't copy them. Be different. I was kind of applauding the difference. But then you look at the end result. Just, it, again, it just didn't work. So then I was wrong. I think stylistically, the films were different. So in that regard, I agree. I think it succeeded. Like, I don't think there's too many DCEU films that remind me of a Marvel f- movie. Justice um, League. Well, Justice League would be the only one. It, it, right. Be so, honest. Be really honest. I think stylistically, they were different films. They all had a little bit of a darker, more serious tone. All of them did. So I feel like that was, except maybe Aquaman, but that was kind of, they succeeded in that regard. Um, But yeah, I mean, now we're, they're rebooting it and they're going to try again. I'm worried in a way, not like, oh God, life worried, but I'm worried that the time might have passed because we're seeing what's happening with the MCU. So I I think that is exactly, you know, I think it's a little too late. But we'll see how it goes. But I, I do think it was worth it for the same th- reasons you stated. Like, we got movies about characters that I never thought we were going to get movies about. Solo films. Um, I always thought we'd get a Flash film, but never in my life did I think we'd get a Shazam movie or an Aquaman movie. I never we... thought Keaton would come back. I never thought Batman Beyond was actually a real possibility. Yeah. You know, so... I just never... But to get him back in the Flash, I think it was worth it, you know? In my so, yeah. opinion, to get that one last appearance, and you know, I'm not going to get caught up in it's, it's, it, this is Keaton pulled right out of the end of Returns, like, I or know. It, you know, like it's just I'm just happy <laughs> and I can just appreciate for it. It's just I I never thought he'd come back to get one more. Removing all the Snyder release, the Snyder cut stuff. I'm I really I I'm happy with what the DCEU did. That's the only part of it that to me is an there was a rough period it, between but, like post BVS, I'd say, yeah through 80 wonder woman 84 that was very rough to deal with online with certain people right and that just wasn't fun it really was there was a there was a point in time like post justice league was just it got really bad i agree yes kind of started and Justice League really snowballed off and then it felt like you were like on somebody's side instead of just rooting for you know being a comic book movie fan right but we do have stuff to look forward to in 2024 and so let's go through some of them now um, the first I'll start with is the Joker sequel, um, Foyle Adieu. Uh, it's supposed to obviously be a musical or have musical elements to it. So we've talked about it. We've seen stills from it. We've seen a little bit of stuff from it. What's your anticipation level for this one? I know we've talked about it in the past, but as we get closer to the date, has it changed? Are you less interested? I, Are you more no, interested? I I'm more interested in this than I was the first one because okay. I know what I'm getting into, but I have right. no clue what I'm getting into because of the musical element in Gaga. Right. So yeah. it's totally like, like, whoa, this is, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm going to like overhype it for myself or what, but I, Joker two is probably my most anticipated movie just cause it's just like, I didn't think the first one needed a sequel. I didn't either. But here we are. I know. It's interesting. Seeing- and again, adding Gaga off of like, uh, what did she do? The movie, the remake where she played the Streisand character, right? Star uh, is born. Yeah. Like after that, I'm like, okay, this, if, if you guys come anywhere near this. <laughs> right. I am so yeah. ready. Yeah. And the, the positive thing about it for me is Joaquin Phoenix knew, normally wouldn't do a movie like this unless he thought it was worth it. Mm. So, yeah, you know, that's the positive side. I'm, I'm very, for all the reasons you stated, I'm equally as interested. The musical element of it from the beginning is what drew me. I'm like, okay, they're doing something different. I'll see this. I want to see this now. So that's coming October 
in October. So we have to wait a little bit, but it's still still coming, still on its way. Uh, we're getting another a new animated film, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Part 1. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes soon, actually, January 23rd. So that's the first thing we're getting. Uh, and this is the first Crisis thing we've seen since the CW one. So... I'm, I'm excited for this. I think yeah. they do a good job with these cartoons. A lot of people don't like this new, this new animated universe. I haven't actually watched a few of these, but I got to catch up on them. Um, but uh, you know, the majority of these DC animated one-offs, or not one-offs, but whatever they are, these animated films, I like. They're they're uh, they're like shared universe for a time period. Um, but like, I, I just I want to see how faithful it is. I want to see. I want to compare it to uh, what was it, Dark Side War, or whatever it was that rated R one they did, which I didn't like, that was mm-hmm. kind of a crisis inspired type thing. So, you know, I want to see if this is a little bit more faithful. Um, it seems obviously we center, there was a lot of Barry Allen or the flash in sure. the trailer I watched. So excited to see what they do. I'm, you know, what I still haven't watched, man, which I'm really pissed off about is that flash like world war two, uh, timepiece movie. It was pretty good. I, I still haven't seen that one. I got to get that on my, I got to get that on my watch list. But um, I'll check it out. Yeah, you know, I mean, but I can't say it's I'm more hyped than I am for Joker. No, I'm not either. But I, I'm, like I said, animated films usually don't get me like that. Only um, Spider Verse, only Star now. Wars, only animated Star Wars gets Eric. But they don't do movies; they only do shows. I don't know. So do. you know that it's just shows. So we're getting an animated Watchmen, which is an R, an R-rated animated Watchmen, mm. which should be fun. Um. Looking forward to that sometime in this year, and we're getting that Aztec Batman movie, Clash of Empires. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll check it out. I don't know; it's really my thing, but <laughs> right, the it does look different, but you know, it's another Batman thing, so they're expanding the Batman lore a little bit. So I think it'll be it'll be a interesting story I think I was to like watch. Excited about it when it was announced, and uh-huh. I'm just like, I don't know. As time has gone on, I'm kind of like, this sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not Bruce Wayne, so there you go. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll see how that goes. Sadly, we're getting the final season of Superman and Lois. Uh, Mm -hmm. Again, we know that the cast has been cut as well, so it's not going to be all the characters we're used to seeing. Um, But the way the season three ended, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Yeah, man, like the way season three started and the way season three ended, I was like, whoa, that was, that's pretty powerful. I was not expecting that. And right. uh, it feels almost kind of good that the CW got a little bit of a, you know, a shot in the arm with Superman and Lois. Cause I, f- I felt like it was kind of going a specific direction. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I'm glad it wasn't a typical CW Superman show, superhero show. I'm glad it, kinda, it, it's, it definitely stood out from the rest. Definitely has a lot more in common with black lightning than I think, um, yeah, you know the other C- the other CW shows mostly just because of the family aspect. So I don't know. I love I love Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. I think he's great. Uh, I I wish we he had a little bit of a longer leash because I think you could do a lot with this. This stuff seems to be really good and seems to be resonating with a good crowd. There's a good Superman on TV crowd, so they're heavily rewarded. It's weird how he tra- he translates so much better on television than he does in film. It's. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it either. Especially with this one with the kids. Yeah. Like, it seems like you know people didn't like the idea in Superman Returns, but like I guess if they're growing up, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, I mean, they and they do that little vignette, remember, in the, the, about them as kids as they're growing up. And mm-hmm. early on in the show, they, they go through how they got to this point. 
Um, it has one of the best opening sequences of a show, especially a superhero show that I can remember. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna be sad to see it go, but I think for the character itself, this was perfect because he was such an in such limbo on on the big screen, and this came along and gave him a place. And as someone who loves Superman, a lot of people felt threatened by it, though. I know. You know, there's a, a lot of zaddies were very threatened by Superman and Lois. They they almost hate it to, to an extent because it's not Cavill and it's not, you know, by the Lord and Savior. Right. Which is interesting because it's like, oh, well, we now we know where you stand. I don't know. Like, what's, what's your angle here? <laughs> like, right. So I think my most anticipated um, thing, one of my most anticipated shows this year anyway, is the Batman Cape Crusader animated series. Um it's Matt Reeves, it's J.J. Abrams, Bruce Timm, mm-hmm. um, Ed Brubaker. Like, it's it's got tons of established talent with the character. And I just can't wait for this to come. And I remember everyone was all upset and thought it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, it got sold to, like, Amazon or something like that. Prime. My whole, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But here's my thing, though. Like, we haven't heard much on it. J.J. Abrams and Time Warner Brothers has been kind of weird, like, I feel like his projects are really have there haven't been that many announced. So like I'm kind of curious is is he still attached to this? Like is this thing even still going to happen? But it's weird because like Reeves is attached to this, and then they mentioned how Arkham Asylum is no longer a Reeves verse. It might be DCEU, so he's expanding in animation and live action. Right. So there's a lot. Like I'm just kind of like, what's going on here? <laughs> it just it just makes me think a lot, you know. I think it is coming. Um, I don't think that uh, Prime. Amazon would have like bidded for bid for it and wanted it if they didn't think it was going to happen. May might not happen in 2024, even though right now it is slated to come this year or next mm. year. But I still think it's going to happen. Uh, we know the Penguin is happening, and I know Dude, that is. And yes. you know who's excited for that? Yes. Daddy is. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> that is my most anticipated DC project. Um, Joker film, but Penguin Oral includes comic books and everything. Like, I'm excited right. to see Will <coughs> Will Ferrell. I'm sorry, Colin Farrell. Yes, uh, take over this role again because he was really the show stealer of the Batman because he was only in it for a few moments and it felt like he was in it the whole movie. And I call that the opposite of Superman and BBS because <laughs> it felt like Superman was not in the movie at all. I know. Right, this screen time <laughs> similar, but Penguin's uh, uh, lasting effect on oh. the movie was so much greater. Uh, so yeah, I'm really pumped to see what uh what what Reeves and company have in, in store. And I just like I just man, Farrell killed it, man. I'm so excited. Very excited he's uh, he's Oswald. I agree. It's coming late. It was supposed to be in spring, but because of the strike it got pushed back to fall. So Do you get the strike and COVID confused sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> just from a fanboy perspective. Not really. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I do. I don't, like delays. Because- Oh well, they had the same impact, right? Like yeah, that, that, that's impact. what I'm going yeah. for. Yeah. So no, but yeah, that's something that um, we've all we've talked about extensively. Every time something comes out, we cover it. So yeah, I'm, I can't wait. The the little um, teaser that Max put out for their shows for 2024, the little stuff we got there, we talked about it on the last show. So yeah, I'm really really looking forward to this. Yeah, Seeing- it just re- feels very gangster, doesn't it? It does. Like it's it seems it's, it's, like a mob yeah. show. Yeah. It seems like I'm it's gonna be a mob show. I've watched a lot of Sopranos show. and uh recently because I, I you know 
watching the DVDs on the old tube TV. And uh, Penguin feels very vintage to me. Right. You know, like I'm getting hints. I'm just, just saying, just getting hints. So moving down, um, we're also getting more. Obviously, we know we're getting Creature Commandos. Supposed to come out this year sometime. To be honest, could care less. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but like. I'm waiting seat. to see with it. So I just kind of want to see what it's going to be like. I'm assuming it'll be great, but I don't know. Wait and have see for that one. Have you read any Creature Commandos? Have you think this is anything with you? Nothing with me. I got nothing. No, I. I mean, okay. that's fine. No, it. Ha- I know it has attachments to Suicide Squad, obviously, but that's it. Um, yeah, Rick Flag's dad is the main guy, and Weasel. Weasel's in, in it? it. Okay. Yeah, Weasel's in it. Um, the Kite Man season. We're getting Kite Man. Yeah, that's coming. That's great. Everything out of the Harley Quinn universe has been fantastic. Those. The co- even the tiny comic books have been very good, so I'm I'm excited for that. All right, so that's another cool thing that we have video game wise. We're finally gonna get Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League in 2024. So we're told. Well, oh, and you know what, Eric? I just recently upgraded to a next gen console, and Gotham Knights was delivered today. So I'm finally gonna get to play that. There we go. I wasn't able yeah, to play to that get, before. I'm gonna have to bite the bullet, I think, and buy one. Yeah, I said, Spider-Man, screw you. I don't need you even though I do a podcast about you. <laughs> so, And there's title. There's a title coming in comics. Let me see if you... It's Titans Beast World. Are you... No, not interested. No? Not interested Tom at all? Tom Taylor's Nightwing kind of eh, fizzled out for me, and uh, his his Teen Titans, is, I just wasn't into it. Right. I wasn't feeling it. Okay. So those are some of the things to look forward to in 2024, guys, from DC... Uh, looks like it's an exciting, should be what an exciting look, year. Looking most forward to what is what is what's on Holzman's radar? What am I? I'm I mentioned Batman the Cape Crusader. I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Uh, is that your number one spot? No, Joker probably is just like yeah. you. I think Joker yeah, is it's, the number it's one t- between Phoenix, like you said, Phoenix coming back. Yeah, mm, that's really interesting, man. And Gaga, I think they got, I think they're going to catch fire with this one. I do too. I think it's going to, I don't know if it'll be better than the first one, but I think it'll be, I think it's going to be completely different in a lot of ways. And that's mm-hmm. what I think uh, is the allure for me. So we'll see. I have no idea what the script is though. And <laughs> is so, it true? Like, you auditioned for this movie. It's not true. Oh, I thought you Who did. I told you that your agent, <laughs> my agent. No, not true. All right, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if you're going to do PR for this. Sorry. <laughs> so, we talk about business every once in a while on the show. A little bit of news came out last week, and I was surprised to read it, but it came out. So we'll discuss it a little bit. Um, apparently, Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to buy Paramount. Um, a lot of the Wall Street insiders say they don't think it's going to happen for a number of reasons. They see it, it could be a different kind of a stock sale where they. Um, have shares and can buy like por- a portion of it. Um, I think it's kind of weird that we're hearing this when all I keep hearing about is how Warner Brothers is losing money. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, wasn't Paramount supposed to buy Warner? Yes, that was what I thought was going <laughs> to happen. That's what they've happen. been saying on Twitter from you know the the, fa- the fans, the real fans. So I don't know. It would be interesting. I don't know what the controlling interest would be if they did. Uh, it's an interesting article. Like I said, they don't think it's going to happen. 
I didn't know. I didn't even know that National Amusements owned Paramount. Had no idea. Um, You're not keeping up, Eric. So I'm sorry. I'm not. (laughs) It's very, very bad. I I don't. (laughs) The the business side of these things, I usually don't care about unless it impacts what we get, what we're getting, the product. So, but it does kind of make me scratch my head what everyone was saying, how WB was in such a bad financial place. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, it's nuts. We'll we'll keep you guys posted if we. All hear I more. know is Zaslav is wheeling and dealing, baby. He's just making things happen. Good old Zaslav, baby. I know, and I'm sure. I'm sure. Everyone's most hated executive. Yes, I'm sure that thrills. <laughs> The fanboy world that that the man who killed Batgirl. Oh um, God, we're gonna have to deal. That's something that right? will never go away, right? <laughs> that is that will never go away. Never go away. That will never. That will never go away. Um, it's weird though, they because they would ha- control HBO, TNT, TBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, BET, and MTV. That sounds illegal, right? Monopolies aren't illegal. Right. That's what I, I thought when I first heard it. That was my first reaction. Like, how is this going to pass antitrust laws? You're creating a monopoly. Um, that's what I thought. But they're even saying it won't even get that far. This article is saying it won't even get to that point. That's the power of Zaslav, man. So there's something probably <laughs> else going on. He probably has like another uh, curveball to throw. But yeah, I'm sure he does. But yeah. Good old Zaz. <laughs> old Uncle Zazzy. <laughs> I think to put a bow on this year in entertainment wise, entertainment wise, I think you could just say disappointment, and I think that's a, a broad term because not only for the products we got, and but because of the strikes, I think that's the other. The strikes you know, put a huge gap into a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that's it's disappointing further. because you would think they should they uh, after COVID. They would understand what another stoppage could do, but they didn't care. And everyone likes to blame. I think because COVID wasn't a work stoppage, they viewed it differently. That's uh, true. But you think, like, I'm just saying, like, you knew, they knew what stopping stuff did then and how it hurt the industry. And mm-hmm. you would think that cooler heads would have prevailed. And I don't know, again, I don't know the ins and outs of the negotiations. Obviously, I was not privy to them. So I don't know what happened. It, the. Corporations always look worse in these things because it's just made to think that they're the ones not capitulating to the product. Um, I never trust anybody who has more money than me. So <laughs> it's true. Like, well, that's fair, though. That's a fair. And it's amazing we say that when we know some of the actors on the picket lines make a bazillion dollars for movies that they do. But um, obviously, they're picketing for the actors that don't make that money. But and they're striking for them. But that's my biggest drawback from this year is just disappointment in everything. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just weird. It's, just, it's another year where I can say, I, I like this movie. I get why people didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I'm ready for the next one. And I'm tired of saying that. I just kind of wish everyone would be like, yeah, that movie was kick-ass. Like, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was just I a, feel like No I Way Home myself. was the last time people universally, for the most part, liked the movie. Did the Batman come out before or after? I think the Batman came out in 2020. When? Two? I don't remember. No, one, I think. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, it sounds about right. I mean, it's, that seems like a long time ago. So no, too. you're right. The Batman. 
because No Way Home came out in twenty in the twenty twenty one. So the Batman. Yeah, was so the I one. feel like the Batman. But yeah, I mean, still, that's way too long. Yeah, it's a year, almost two years now. So, but you what know we what? We're getting another one. So as everyone long as can I enjoy them. I guess right. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder whether this doesn't cater to an audience of one, but am I no, just and I mean these for the shows have like the, the, the attention span of a piece of bubblegum. So. <laughs> well, for the show's purposes, it's good because it gives us controversy to talk about. So I think <laughs> so I think for our purposes on this show, uh these things are always good, but just from a um mental standpoint, like it's I hate it's hard to keep following people having the same arguments about things and you just get to a certain point. You're like, okay, I've had enough and you just shut yeah. down. So I see both sides of the, the coin, the benefits of both sides, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know, well, we've come to the end of this fine show. Holes in mine. Oh, yeah. Rocking around. Long so, really quick, you're feeling, you were sick. You're feeling better. You yeah, well, was, in fact, I was feeling so good, I started singing about you until you interrupted me rudely. <laughs> Just so everyone knows that. Do you, that, do you that have New Year's plans? New Year's Eve plans? Uh, hopefully, if I'm up for it, I've been trying to rest. Uh, my buddy is having a, a New Year's Eve party. So, I'm going to show up to that for a little bit. Um, then New Year's Day, my mother makes some vodka sauce. We have some family over, and uh, it's a little chill, low key thing. And it's it's nice. We'll have some sausage, some rokli eat like a couple of wops, and uh, you know, have a good time. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of like my plan. But I want to, you know, at least I'm trying to like recharge my battery a little bit. So right. that, and I got a, I got the old air hockey table in the basement to work. So I've been playing around with that. That's cool. Yeah. I don't have any plans, so. Cry me a river. Plans. Come Zero on, plans. What's your name? No, uh, I don't. Trudy honestly. coming up from Dallas. <laughs> I'm looking for that old Eric Tree, baby. <laughs> What's the old Holzman drop right on the tree? Oh, Jesus. No. I, New Year's just kind of lo- lost its luster. I yeah. don't care about it anymore. She broke your heart, huh? No. Her name is New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mind. Oh so, yeah. But something might might come up and then I When can, you're Eric Holzman, things just happen, baby. You know. New Year's I am going out New Year's Day I'm going out with the family for mm-hmm. for dinner. But that's it. Nice. That's right. the only thing. Enjoy yourself. Where are you going? So, so we're good. This place called BC Bistro. It's there close to where I'm at. Enjoy. So Enjoy yourself. Go in there. Don't eat. It's like don't eat anything. What do they say? Don't eat anything that flies or swims, because then your money will fly away. That's something. what they say. Yeah. So, so it's just land have, meat. <laughs> yeah. Eat, eat steak and pork. All right, Pete. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Pete Illustrated. You can follow uh, this program you're listening to right now, Straight of Gotham, at Straight underscore O underscore G on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook as well. We got a group and a fan page. Both are great. Uh, we'll be back to post the news on Monday uh, or Tuesday, actually, uh, because I'll probably feel better about it. <laughs> but uh, BatmanOnFilm.com. I got reviews of Detective Comics. I have a podcast for BatmanOnFilm.com as well. So check that out. And monthly I appear on the Batman Book Club with Ryan Lauer, who is Twitter's gift from God. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. 
So that's about that. All right. Oh, you and guys- follow the Italian Spider-Man Coalition at Italians for Spidey. I forgot to mention that. That's my other podcast. All right. You guys know you can find me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. Uh, Pete mentioned the show site at straight underscore O underscore G. Uh, the Facebook fan page, the Facebook page. Check us out over there. Interact with us there. Have a little bit of fun on that site. Uh, if you're fans of the New York Knicks, kind of touched on it earlier in the show, but they made a big trade today. So if you're a fan of the New York Knicks, every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time, I do a show called All Nicked Up. Me and two of my buddies, we sit there, we talk about the Knicks. And, Holzman Unleashed. Yes. And uh, the show handle for that is at um, all underscore Nick underscore up. I believe that's it. Yes. That's it. All right. Holy so. Mon, go. Just, <laughs> I just want to wish everyone out there a happy new year. Uh, hope you happy and healthy to you and your family and friends and everyone who f- supports the show. Um, we appreciate it and we look forward to doing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All I right. agree. I can't wait. Uh, 2024 looks like it'll be interesting. Uh, wonder what's going to come out. Cause uh, there's a whole new universe in the works. So I imagine things are going to get leaked. People are going to talk, set picks, all that jazz. I, you know, you know, we gotta, we get we going into this uh, Joker side, not knowing what things really look like. So uh, that's kind of the most fun time is the speculation and yeah. all that jazz. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, yep. you know, basically the future, we got a new GCU coming and uh, that's cool. That's good stuff. Out with the old, in with the new, you know, celebrated as always. You can always watch your old stuff. I still watch Batman Returns all the time. You know, <laughs> I've been, uh, got how many Batmans later? So, you know, it's, uh, it's still there. I could still enjoy it. I still love it as much as I love uh, Rises. So, you know, can't yeah. wait. And we'll see, yeah, and we'll see what happens with the MCU going forward. This is the first time, like, I think there's a, it's a bumpy road for them. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how what unfolds with the MCU as well. Time to bring forward. back Edward Norton as the Hulk. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, again, have a happy new year for Pete. I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah. <laughs>